This is the MFG Cast. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This month we thought we'd do something a little uh, different, do, do something a little fun. Um, I decided to um, download the, what is that, the basic rules for D&D 5e, 5th edition, and uh, I thought we could play a little uh, one-shot. Um, I don't know how long it'll go. I planned for it to be only about one or two hours, but you never know with fighting. And if it's over an hour, I'll probably split it up between the month, do like, put an hour for, you know coming up here and then maybe in a couple of weeks I'll put the other half or whatever so um, so hopefully that turns out okay and uh, we're just here to have a little fun um, it's going to be loose rules um, as you've probably heard if you've listened to me talk about stuff in the past as far as my DMing goes I'm a little loose on rules I'm kind of a loose on play so I like to have a little fun with it and just kind of see where it goes so um, so yeah so we're going to call this one the Unlucky Bard. All right, Mike, I want you to tell me a little bit more about your character before we begin. How about a little bit, not a little bit more so anything besides that he's a fighter? Oh, is that what I said more? Yeah. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about your guy. Well, his name is Snodgrass Elderberries, and he is a fighter, a human fighter, level four, but he was a military officer. I don't know what rank or anything, because I didn't pick that out. Okay. But he was in the military at one point, and now he's just kind of out adventuring for himself as a champion to help the less fortunate of the world. Okay. Um, anyone that's in trouble type of thing. Okay. I don't know what else to say about him besides all of his you know skills and stuff. Okay. So. He does have a 20 strength, so he's awesome. Nice, nice. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's there to help... Help anyone who's in need. Pretty much. Yes. Okay. Cool. Good. That should work out. Well. That should work out well. All right. So, so through the grapevine, you find out that there's a man in need. Of course, that kind of piques your interest. Yes. Um, I don't know how much you. I don't know how well or how much you're into money, but apparently, this poor fellow that has lost. This poor fellow has lost all of his riches, okay? And he was swindled and has no way, no one will be his champion <laughs> to help him find his way back. As far as you know, he's, um, this person isn't, isn't greedy, even though he does have all of his riches, but he seems like he's very down on his luck. He... Spends his nights singing in a tavern in uh, the lonely town of Pancrea. And um, apparently something is going on with him because he hasn't left. He's been singing his days and nights in a bar called Shandalar. And he hasn't left there in months. He eats, he sleeps, he sings all of the time. 
No one's ever seen him not sing unless he's sleeping or passed out drunk. But even though he sings and he has a smile on his face every time he does, there's a pain in his eyes that, that there's just something else that's going on. So one of your, through the grapevine, one of your buddies has found you and thought you were the, thought that you might be the perfect one to end his plight. Will you accept the challenge? Sure. Okay. I also forgot to mention that because I was a military officer, obviously I had some money, but I do have a big war horse that I ride. Oh, wow. Named Falcor. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes. All right. So you and Falcor head off to Pancrea. Okay, and you find this little, um, this little bar where he's been singing every night. Okay, you go in, and the you can tell that this that a song is just ending. Uh, you see a man that was on stage, and he um, is coming down to sit down to drink. Okay, um, he has a smile on his face, but a tear in his eye. You can tell, even though he's smiling, he doesn't want to be. He has a pain look on his face like like something is forcing him to be this upbeat, smiley, singy fella, and he doesn't want to be. Okay? And then from across the bar, you see a couple of, let's say, thuggish-looking characters, three of them, and they're sitting at the bar, and they say, as soon as he's about to, as soon as um, you find out this guy's name is Oswald. Okay? It's fine. It's... As soon as you find, uh, as soon as you see Oswald go sit down and about to take a drink, those three thugs stand up and yell, "Let's have a song!" To where you see uh, Oswald turn his head to the left where the thugs are, put his head down, and even though he's, even though he's smiling, he can, he shakes his head in a, in a most painful way, and goes up and goes to sing a song. Okay. And as he goes up to sing a song, you realize there are, there's nobody, there's no instruments. He's not playing anything. Um, there's no, there's nobody waiting in the shadows that you can see, but you hear a melody. Do I see three hippies playing guitars as well? No, you do not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you hear a nice little tune and uh, it starts to play. And then he, in a most, in in a very forced way, he starts to sing. My name is Oswald and I'm here to say, I'm here to sing you a song today. That's all he does. (laughs) You can tell that, for some reason you can tell after he's done, he kind of starts rubbing his chin. Like, you can tell he's been singing for a very long time. So he, he's done. All the guys in the corner. One guy throws another guy a uh, gold coin. It's like they had a bet. They all start laughing. <laughs> the bard goes back to sit down and cries tears in his beer with a smile on his face. What do you do? What do I do? <laughs> Was I at the bar? Like where am I? You, when you were remember. you had just come in, so I don't so know I'm if you came. I don't know if you in. came to, came to sit down or if you were standing and watching. <laughs> standing there watching, apparently. <laughs> so I'll go over to the bard guy, and because I knew that his name was Oswald, that I'm supposed to help. Correct? Somebody correct. told me about. Yep. Okay. 
One of your buddies. So I would go up to him and say, what's bothering you, chum? (laughs) (laughs) That same music starts to play. And he looks up to you and he says, Hello, nice fellow, it's nice to be met. I can't quite tell you what adventure is yet. And he takes a, he finds a little piece of parchment and a quill. And you can tell he's trying, really, shaking really hard. He's really trying to write, but it's like, it's like his body is like forcing him not to. Okay. But he like does about as best as he can. So he starts to shake and he starts to write down curse a word. Ah! You're right. You're right. It's a curse. curse. All right. <laughs> Curses. <laughs> so you know that he is cursed. Okay? Yeah, you do. Well, I am not a healer of any sort. So how did you come about this curse? Sing it to me. <laughs> Because it's much easier for you to sing than write, apparently. So then he, he gives you actually a real smile this time. Like, he kn- he knows that you're in on the joke. On the joke. And he starts, the music starts up again. <laughs> Thank you, dear friend, I must say. I must find another person to show you the way. Okay. So. He goes... To uh to start walking, okay. Gets up, gets to the door. As soon as he gets to the door, boom, he falls down. Okay, it's not graceful. Kind of looks like an imaginary hand like shoved him to the ground. Um, the music kicks back up again. <laughs> Excuse me, dear lad, would you give me a hand? I'm a lad? Yes, he's looking right at you. <laughs> okay, apparently. Because <laughs> you're... He's a lot older than you are. Ah, all he, right. He looks to... He looks about 50, 60-ish years old in real-life terms, not in D&D terms. Right. But there's a look to him that looks like he's way older than that and way wiser. Okay. Well, I stick out my hand for him to grab to pull him up. Okay. And then he says... Sings. He does. He does sing. (laughs) Music kicks back up. I'm sorry, dear lad, to tell you this news. You gotta write Nothing wrong with the news. (laughs) Blues and shoes. Yup. You're gonna have to carry me right out with my shoes. So you can pass through this door if somebody carries you? Correct. (laughs) That didn't rhyme with anything. You need to rhyme correct and something for it to be a song. Um, You don't know the rules. (laughs) This is your American Idol audition. Uh, Alright, well, I guess I'll carry out the door. Okay. As soon as you get out the door, he's like... He's sucked back in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, music starts up again. Boy, this is going to be hard to rhyme everything. 
I keep wanting to say the same word every time. <laughs> You're um, like Godsmack. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm not a one, no. Um, Away. <laughs> Thank you, dear lad, for carrying me this far. Oh, boy. <laughs> you just escaped a bar. There. Yep, hey. yep. <laughs> Thank you for getting me up past this accursed bar. And then he just basically gets on his feet. Um, he takes you to uh, probably about 100 feet down the road. Not very far. Um, to a, a place uh, that you... that in, a place that usually sells all kinds of different wares, like, you know, weapons and, and armor and anything you can really procure is kind of in that central area. Um, and he brings you into this place. He finds, um, comes right in. Before he can even say anything, the guy raises up his hand. He says, ah, it's you once again, Mr. Oswald. I, I see you have a friend with you. I'm guessing I have what you need. And instead of singing, he nods his head. Um, I whistle for my horse, so that my horse is with us. Okay, okay. Here. I just, I'll just assume that that that, that happened. Okay. Uh, is your is your horse <clears throat> one that needs to be tied down, or does he know exactly where he needs to be? I imagine him as like a Disney type, big Clydesdale-ish war okay. horse type thing that like is semi-intelligent. You know, that okay. kind of knows. Okay. What's going on? So he knows he's going to be staying there and no one's going to mess right. with him. Yep. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, so Oswald walks up to um, this, uh, he's about middle-aged-ish uh, guy, and uh, he goes to grab the map, and the guy holds it hard, like doesn't want to give him to right away, and he says, Ah, 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 Mr. Oswald, remember our deal. Shakes his head, pulls it about as hard as he can, <laughs> gives him a gives him a gives him a nasty kind of look with his with his with his eyebrow, and uh, taps you on the shoulder and walks out. What's the deal, yo? Mm-hmm. I asked that of the guy that's actually there. The guy that's inside. Yeah. Okay. So Oswald is gone. Um. And this guy says, All I know is that he has riches beyond anyone's means, and I plan to get a few of those. Or, I plan to get some of that because I want to expand. And he is he's willing to do just about anything to get back what this is. It seems. But I'm not one to spread rumors. <laughs> so, okay... Time out. Yes. The map thing? Yes. Did he actually pull it out of his hands or no? Yes. Oswald has it and he's he out the door. He does have it and he's yes. out. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you, sir. And then I walk out. Okay. That's all I really needed, I guess, from that yeah. guy. And he says, anytime, young man. Okay. You head out. He uh, gives you a map. I'm not going to show you this map because I didn't make this map for you. I made it for me. <laughs> uh, and I give away everything. Okay. I'm the map. Yep, exactly. Um, not far away from here is a forest. Okay? And it says Enchanted Forest on it. It doesn't say anything else. It doesn't tell you what the forest is. Nobody knows the name. 
because it's this, enchanted. This is your yep, and this is your player knowledge. Most people that enter it do not come out of it. Hmm. Okay, and then after that, there is in Pancrea. It's the biggest cave known to Pancrea. Okay, think of your normal cave. Not very big, about the size of a normal adult or a normal human. This is probably about a hundred times the size. Okay, the mouth the mouth of the cave is probably about the size of, let's just say, three normal dragons. Okay, we don't know what comes out of it. We don't know what comes in it. No one, no one's ever seen anybody go in it. No one's ever seen anybody go out it. People have actually been able to fly around it, but not close enough to get any kind of thing. And no one's been in or out of that cave since people can remember. At least this generation of people can remember. So that's what's on the map. Okay? And he looks at he gives you a a pained look. An actual grave pained look before the music starts in again. Oh boy, I got re- I should have thought of the songs before I did this, but <laughs> I wanted to do it on the top of my head, so why did I think about doing that? I don't know. I must be stupid. Anyway. Even though the adventure seems so very grave, I I have faith you have courage that you'll win the day. I don't know. It doesn't really rhyme <laughs> that much, but hey, they're A-sounding words, so I don't care. He's a cursed bard. He can mm-hmm. rhyme however terribly he wants. How do you respond to that? I definitely have courage. Am I supposed to... Where are we going? Are we going to the cave? Or are we going into the forest? I don't know what we're doing right now. Where, where, why are we doing this? <laughs> the only way to the cave is through the forest. Wow, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> yes, I understand. Uh, <laughs> um, is your curse... Do we end it by going to the cave? Correct. <laughs> there is a... Oh boy. There is an enemy of... The state. Biggest... Of humongous power. He is stole from many. Oh, such a glower. <laughs> he doesn't care who gets in the way. He's killed just about every single day. (laughs) But if we vanquish this evildoer, he will not bother anyone evermore. (laughs) (laughs) How many people will cringe at my singing? A lot. Every hundred percent. But I don't care. This is fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, got my horse here. It's a big horse. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hop on my horse. I'm going to put him on the back. Nice. And let's just go as fast as possible through that forest. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. I'm not a sneaky man, so. Nice. All right. So you gallop through the. So you gallop through the forest. 
my worst faster. my worst impression of <laughs> clapping ever. Okay, you're going as about as blazingly fast as you can on your your uh, mighty steed. All of a sudden, the um, the horse's feet lose their footing, and the and your steed trips and falls forward. And as he falls forward, you all of you fall forward. Okay? So I want you to roll a dexterity check to see if you make it unscathed. Okay, I get a plus two on that because I have a right. 15. Nice. Oh, a 19 plus two is nice. a 21. Nice. All right. I'm going to say you do a nice little uh, roll on the ground and come up on one knee and one foot. Nice. And you kind of slide to a stop, like like an awesome action movie star that, you know, how would anybody be able to do that? Yep. Um, I'm going to see what Oswald can do since he's quite the elderly gentleman. He can fall on his face and scrape his face up. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Pull it on my lap. He does not. <laughs> he does not make it. All right, so he takes a face full of dirt. <laughs> nice. Also, all, all you hear is, oof! And he, he, and he slides on his face to the ground. And uh, he he's not quite knocked out, but he's not getting up. <laughs> you can tell he's like his body is just kind of twitching a little bit, like, aw. <laughs> but he's not quite moving at all. Um, what do you do? I'm going to go over and grab him like, you know, like you would kind of a dog or something, scruff of the neck, except for, you know, by the clothes. Okay. On his okay. back, kind of. He left kind of wears. Kind of brush him. Yeah. Even though he's a bard, he kind of he kind of dresses in a weird robe that looks like bard colors would be usually. A lot of earth colors, a lot of greens. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you pull him up nice and he just starts spitting out rocks and a couple of teeth. <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad things in my days, but losing a couple of teeth. Oh boy. <laughs> Sets my anger ablaze. Alright. There. Alright. Um Okay, as you're picking Oswald up, I what do you have for gear? What do I have for gear? A bunch of stuff. Alright, well, for one, what I'm wearing, because I never even said this, but I'm like full-on breastplate, like more heavier armor. Nice. And my horse, actually, he's got the barding with like the kind of plating. Oh, okay. And stuff, you know. Cool. Saddle, of course. Yep. I have got a longbow and a longsword. And then what's considered a Dungeoneer's pack, according to this. I didn't write down everything in it. Nice. But it's got rope. Nice. And... You and your fucking rope. Yep. Got a quiver in there for all of my arrows for my longbow of course and then I've got assorted lots of other items in there Okay, roll a six sided die for me four um <clears throat> excuse me you feel a little bit lighter all of a sudden also it's almost like it's almost like you feel a little bit of wind behind you your quiver is gone <laughs> what was that <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll a perception check. Perception is under wisdom. wisdom. Great. Well, at least I get a plus one. Nine. Okay. 
all of a sudden there's a there's a bush off to your left and you see the quiver kind of dance invisibly and disappear. Okay. And you hear a little bit of giggling. <laughs> well, I'm gonna charge the bush. Okay. So you charge the bush. Alright, roll a dexterity check. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. You jump in and you grab a hold of the bull. Something is forcing quiver. forcing it or quiver, sorry. <laughs> someone someone is forcing themselves to try to get it away from you. Okay. You're gonna try to grab it or are you gonna let it go? What are you gonna do? Well I've got a hand on it. Correct? You have a hand I'm on it, correct. On it. Yep. I should be strong enough to be holding on to this pretty well. Yeah. My strength is very high. Yep. So I think I'm just going to swing with my fist like at the bottom half of the quiver. <laughs> nice. Okay. See what I can hit. Uh roll a strength check. Fifteen. Nice. Alright. All of a sudden you hear oof <laughs> and then you see uh Even though the the path that you guys are riding on was very sandy, you're kind of in the grass now, and you see what looks like a big pile of invisible nothing roll onto the grass and make kind of like a smooth path in the grass. Okay? Roll a six-sided die for me again. Two. Oh, shit. No, I just lost my dice. Sorry. Right under me. My day. Okay. Um, all of a sudden you're a little lighter again oh good <laughs> someone steals your arrows something steals your arrows again that I just got back yep okay well actually it's not the quiver it's just, just the, the, the arrows, arrows that were in it yep there's a lot of arrows in there yep <laughs> so I'm seeing invisible something yep. not, and arrows just uh, actually uh, roll another uh Another uh, wisdom check. Another uh, perception. Perception. Yep. Twenty-one. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yep. They're just just right behind you. All you see is just looks like they're bouncing and like walking away from you. Okay. Well, run and tackle. Nice. All right. Uh, roll a dexterity check. <laughs> Five. Oh. <laughs> you go. And you start you start running and you start you go to uh, tackle this invisible being. All of a sudden you hear a ole, <laughs> and you tumble to the ground. And uh, you and then all of a sudden you hear the the thing that's now that you're bought, that you're in front of now. All of a sudden you 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 uh, you hear you hear it say, uh, uh, "Oi, nice try." Um. The one that I knocked into the grass or whatever. Yes. Can I see an imprint of it still there? It's still there. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go over to that one and okay. pick it up. Okay. Because obviously I can feel it. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I'm going to pick it up. Okay. It feels somewhat medium weight. Not not huge, but not tiny either. Um, limp. Just 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 kind of hang in there. And then you hear the other the other... Thing, basically, the other, the other creature, whatever you want to call it, on the other side, going, "Hey, you!" Are uh, trying to get back in character here. Uh, hey, damn it! Never mind. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. 
Uh, hey, you leave my brother alone. Or what? <laughs> or this. See when one of the arrows come flying at you, like, perfectly. Roll a dexterity check. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. All right. It, uh, nicks you right in the arm. Goes, doesn't hit, get in you, but it nicks and goes right through your arm. It doesn't, it doesn't give you a, you know, like a, like a huge gash, but enough to annoy the shit out of you. Okay. Mm. I am going to say, what's this? Feels like a neck. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and okay. I do have intimidation as a skill. All right, roll it. So it's charisma, and then what's a skill boost? Does it add like a one to it, or what? I don't know how skills really work. Uh, what is your intimidation? It My, is. Well, I yeah, don't have a, any special number to that or anything. It's really? not like the other. No. Usually, it usually when you have that, it it usually ha, it usually gives you a number. I think. I I couldn't find anything like that. I can't even find oh, skills yeah. in this book. So. Yeah. No, I think you get that. You get the modifier yep. of whatever your whatever your check is, and I think you. It give, shit, I would it? already have the modifier, so I should get yep. a plus two because of my charisma modifier. Yeah, but then hey, you think I, I know, it should give you something else extra from that. I'm trying to think of where that page was. Yep, since we don't know exactly what your your skill would be in that we'll just call it since you have a plus two we'll give you an extra plus two to make it a plus four since so, i'm proficient yep that's so the only thing we can find in the book plus four <laughs> to whatever you roll all right intimidate uh 22 nice okay all of a sudden mr invisible turns not invisible anymore okay he's a halfling pretty a little bit shorter than your average halfling pretty tiny but looks he actually looks very not very threatening at all takes all the arrows that that you have and he throws them on around he's whoa wait mate it's okay it's okay don't don't even think about it he's like me and my brother we just there's nothing we don't have much but we're just trying to make a living and i i'm sorry that we had to mess with you and I apologize, and me and my brother will just give you back your things, and we'll be on our way. If you're trying to make a living, why are you stealing arrows? <laughs> anything that I, anything that we can sell, mate, that will get us where we need. I do apologize. Times are hot in Pancrea, and me and my brother, we just there's no there's no room for for guys like us, you know. And I I apologize. We're just. <sighs> It's been rough. We're, we're strangers in a strange land. We're not even from Pancaria, but we had to get away from where we were because evil forces were at work. And again, I, I apologize. Here, here I'll, I'll give you all I have. I have. I have five gold pieces. That's all I have in my possession. And it's yours. I don't need what you have. It's okay. Just give me my stuff. And tell me if you know anything about the big cave. Oh, the Cave of Wonder. I know what you're talking about. You don't have to say anything but big cave. 
There's not, there's not really that many big caves around here, right? Right, right. Oh, uh, can you, could you put my brother down so I can wake him up? How are you going to wake him up? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> the spanking? <laughs> Close. <sighs> I'll tell you everything you need. Just please, just put him down. Just for a little bit. I want to know about the cave. Okay, I don't fine. think you're going to tell me anything. I think okay, you're just going to I will tell you. I will tell you. I will tell you. <laughs> Relax, relax, mate. Okay, so, basically, this cave once housed the three-headed Draconia of Pancrea. He's been, he's, is it a he? No. Oh, bollocks. I knew, I knew my brother would know more. But, it's a he or a she, I don't know. Pick your, pick your poison. And, um, this, uh, what did I call him? <laughs> a three-headed dragon or something? Oh, yeah. I don't know. The three-headed draconia. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he used to ravage the land back when Pancrea had but only a few small villages. And uh, it, was said, it was said that this cave had many a wonder. That's why they called it the Cave of Wonders. And... Uh, Gold and jewels and ore and diamonds and just about any kind of treasure that you wanted, uh, the Draconia had because he was greedy and he was a very spiteful dragon. Three-headed dragon, did I say three-headed? And, um... No one's been able to make it that far because mostly of this silly enchanted forest, which I don't, I don't understand because I've, I mean, we've been through it quite a bit lately. Uh, but one, but I've only heard of one person that's been able to, or what? Not a person, but I know of a creature. I don't know a creature. I just know a creature has been the only, the only creature to make it to this cave. But has not made it back out. Um, so all I know is that if it's if there's only there's only been one creature to make it in in the hundreds of years that this cave has existed, then I know it's 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 definitely for real. So you have to watch your back, mate. Otherwise, who knows what could happen? Okay. Um... Do you know anything about curses? Curses? No, I I don't work in curses. You know, I we we like to play. Me and my brother. We don't really like to. I mean, even though we're stealing, and I, I'm I'm very sorry for that. Um, we usually back back in our old world, um, we used to like to make things. We love to make swords. We used to love to make. Uh, uh, bows and arrows. Uh, we used to like to make uh, nice fine silk, um, but uh, once once our land was uh, wrought over with evil, um, we kind of came to this world hoping for a new beginning. And uh, what was your original question? <laughs> <laughs> if you know about curses, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. So we don't really deal in curses. Um, I know my I know my sister once had a curse. Turn it into the most loveliest thing, and uh, 
but uh, she's dead now, so uh, yeah, I don't know much more about that. Um, I can't really help you. Uh, one thing I do know, though, is most curses go away if the person that's ha- that uh, has put the curse on the person is dead. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Most people don't want to do that. They most will want to find like a spell. Uh, well, yeah, maybe a spell. Maybe a spell will work. But again, I don't work very much with spells. You know, curses. I don't. I really stay away from those because I don't really. Feel like turning anyone to a toad or anything like that? So I can't help you there, but uh, I know I've been th- we've been through the forest quite a bit. Uh, maybe you, maybe me and my brother can show you the way. I was just going to ask you, since you figure this cave has many riches in it, and that seems to be what you and your brother are looking for, <laughs> if you would like to come along with us and. Uh, and figure out this cave. Ooh, treasure, you say? Just I... don't talk to this guy over here. He'll start singing at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he... I don't know, I quite like songs. Oh, well, then go talk to him. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, first, can you can you put my brother down so I can wake him up? I swear I won't do anything wrong. <laughs> I want to do something wrong to him, though. Because I quite like... I, we quite like mischief. All right, I'll put him down. Okay, thank you very much. He walks over very cautiously because he knows that you're eyeing him up. Stands him up against a tree. Turns him around face head, face first in the tree. Pulls down his pants. <laughs> but he's invisible, so I can't see this. No, he t- he. As soon as he touches him, the the invisibility comes ah. off. Okay, and uh, as soon as it happens, or as soon as he pulls out his pants, he backs up a little bit. He starts to get. <laughs> He says, Ox! 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 <laughs> His brother be- begins to back up, sl- back, back up as, about as fast as he can. Trips, falls, and falls on a sharp rock that's right perfectly where you... It's, it's like uh, it's like this. his brother knew exactly where he would fall, okay? So he gets... Fall on a nice rock, and you hear you hear the the brother scream, ah ah ah! What the what the's going on? Help me, help me! And he turns and he sees he sees you guys, and are you laughing at him? I'm looking in bewilderment. Okay, I think. okay. His brother's laugh laughing hysterically, and uh, um, Oswald's actually laughing pretty hard heartily too, and. uh and he turns, kind of shockingly looks around and stuff like that. Pulls up his pants really quick, and he's like, "Ah, oh, brood! How dare you, man? How dare you do this to me?" It's okay, Pulix. You're the one that got knocked out, you silly fool. And he gets up, looks around. What the devil is going on? I don't get it, Brule. Who are these people? First, oh wait a minute! I I forget we were stealing from them. I've I must must look like it went terribly wrong, I guess, because I I last thing I remember this brute punched me in the mouth and it went quite to tumble. <laughs> Brule looks at Pulix. Ah, Pulix, you're always the one getting smashing, aren't you? They both have a good laugh at it. Pulix kind of rubs his chin a little bit and he he looks at he looks at uh, what's your character's name again. 
Snodgrass, elderberries. Snodgrass. Looks at Snodgrass and he goes, uh, Oi, throw a good right cross there, mate. I know. <laughs> Sorry for all the trouble. Um, sure, Brule uh, explained our plight and uh, I apologize. Uh, I hope uh, you don't want to uh, have a little tussle because I'm not very much of a fighter, as you can see. You knock me to the ground and uh, me eating a lot of grass, apparently. Uh, so I apologize for that. And uh, what's going on? Uh, Brule discusses what's going on. And Apulix goes, Ooh, an adventure. You know I like adventures, Brule. Uh, old Pulex loves an old adventure. And uh, this uh, enchanted forest seems pretty, pretty... I don't know. It's not as enchanted as I thought it would be. But uh, if we're going to the cave, I, I feel like we're going to find a lot of cool things. A lot of interesting things. So, uh, uh, now that my jaw's back in place, I think, uh, I think we can set out. If, if you would like to follow us, we can show you the way. Okay. All right. I'm getting back on my horse. All right. Get back on your horse. <laughs> Start walking down the path again. They, do, they lead you down the same path. Okay. Uh, veers to the left and to the right. They take the left path. Um, you go a little bit further and uh, you uh, come upon a traveling salesman. Hello. How are you? Would you like any of my fine wares? I have I have potions. I have silks. I have weapons. I have anything you're need for. I am your man. Do you have a potion that cures curses? Oh, young man, that is something for, how do you say, that is something for wizards and uh, clerics. I am not a wizard or a cleric. Okay, well you just told me that you have everything that I need, you don't, <laughs> Bye bye Oh, but wait, 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 uh, uh, maybe I can interest you in a, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a potion of cold, or a potion of fire, or a, uh, a fine... Uh, I don't know if I have much. <laughs> I guess not. Bye. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you hear him kind of mur- murmuring on his breath. Didn't want to sell anything to you anyway, you loser. <laughs> okay. Okay. My horse poops outside of his little <laughs> shop as we walk by. <laughs> All right, so you go a little bit further. You get to the mouth of the cave. Okay. All of a sudden you hear, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Then you hear trees falling. Um, you hear a bunch of birds and animals flock in either direction. And uh, all of a sudden you see about 200 yards to your right. You see two huge giants fighting against each other. One is a cyclops. One looks like looks to be a regular giant, and they're just battling it out. And they start heading your way because one the what the cyclops tackles the the regular looking giant, and they're about to fall on every one of you. <laughs> okay, so you have to make a dexterity check to get out of the way, and they're gonna fall right in front of the cave. Okay, so dexterity check. Plus two, but I'm on my horse, correct? Yeah. So one of my things here is animal handling. Okay. 
So I believe that would probably come into play here. Okay. Better yep. than me just dodging. I will, I will say yes. You probably okay. need that bonus. So I got plus four on that because I get plus two for dex and plus four ammo handling. Uh, Fifteen. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So as they're fa- both falling, they're kind of twisting in midair. Okay. And uh, instead of going towards the cave, you're not going to make it. You decide to go away from the cave. Okay. And the Cyclops starts to fall down being tackled, or not the regular side giant is starting to fall away being tackled by the Cyclops. And its hand comes falling down. And just as it's about to hit you, you just make it. Bam. Just make it away. Okay. Because your horse, your horse is a big horse, but not big enough to carry everyone, um, the half-elves are actually running behind you because they got a pretty good speed and they they can keep up and you guys weren't going too incredibly yeah, fast. I didn't plan on having them all on there anyway. Yep, exactly. So now they're going to have to make a check to get out of the way. Alright. <laughs> nice. They bo- One of them rolls a 19 and one rolls a 20. Nice. So they easily they easily uh, run and then kind of almost do like a bowling ball. They r- crunch up to a ball and roll out of the way and come up just fine. Now you've got two giants on the ground, okay? One of them, uh, the Cyclops takes out a dagger and stabs the other one right in the eye. Ah! And uh, the uh, uh, the other giant seems to be bleeding to death and in shock, okay? So he's just kind of, kind of convulsing a little bit and he's, you know, kind of like, the shock of getting stabbed in the eye, you know, and mm-hmm. beating, bleeding pretty, pretty profusely. He's dying on you, okay? Or dying on any, whatever. He's yep. dying. He's not dying on you. He's just dying. Um, and his body kinds of convulse, and his arm is coming back where you guys are at. So now you're going to have to do another dexterity check to get out of the way of him swatting you with his convulsed arm. <laughs> Seven? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> So, well, let me make sure. Let's see what the boys are doing. Wow. Wow. Both of them roll good. All right. So, luckily, uh, Brule and Pulex are able to get out of the way. Unfortunately, you and Oswald and your steed um, do not make it. Okay? I'm going to have you roll a constitution. No. No. Roll a strength check. Actually, don't run it, roll it for you. Roll it for your horse. I don't know what my horse's strength is. Okay. I didn't well, have then, stats. I'm not going to give you a bonus for it. I'm just going to have you straight roll it. 17. Nice. Okay. If you would have rolled under a 10, your horse would have died. He's uh, tough. He is tough. Um, so he gets smacked. He rolls around pretty good. Um, uh, luckily, none of his legs bro- break. That would have been the end. Would have made him into glue, um, but luckily he kind of makes it pretty. You know, he doesn't roll very much and just kind of slides a little bit. Uh, actually, I'm gonna have you roll a strength check because you're flying off of your horse too. Twenty. Nice. All right. Not a natural twenty, but yeah, 20 that's fine. Um, so you roll a little bit, but no, no harm, no foul. I'm gonna roll it for Oswald. Oswald makes it nice too. Even though he's, it looks like he's a. Uh, even though he kind of looks older, he's a little bit tougher of a grizzled old man than you would think, and uh, he kind of does like a 
like a burrito roll, basically. He just kind of rolls really kind of harshly, but he seems to be okay. So now you kind of br- you guys kind of brush off and you look up and make sure everybody kind of checks to make sure everybody's okay. Um, the other the other Cyclops gets up, kind of looks to the sky and goes ah! very triumphantly to nobody, mm-hmm. and then starts to stomp away. Boom, 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 boom. You have one dead giant in front of this cave. So you have to go either around him or up or over him. Well, you said that this cave's entrance is as huge as huge can be, correct? Yes. So is he not really blocking it very well? Well, he he isn't in terms of how big the cave is, but you still are going to have to go pretty... You're going to have to go a pretty good ways because he's a giant and you guys are tiny. So it'll take a little bit. Um, why don't you roll a perception check? Is that wisdom again? Yep. 14. All right. Yeah, so it looks like uh, if you go around the top of him, where his, uh, his head and his arms are, you can you can make it through. It would t- it'll just take a little bit, and it'll start to get... It'll, as you were making uh, making the trek, it was it was kind of like late-ish afternoon, and now it's, it, by the time you get... you. F- you figure out by the time you get to the edge of the cave, it'll be dark. Okay? Alright. So you make your way towards the cave. Okay? As soon as you're about to um, get into... and As soon as you get to the mouth of the cave, um, Oswald stops. He looks around a little bit and he says... He says, uh... It feels to me that there's something at play here. It's nothing I can hear, or it's nothing I can see, but it's something I can hear. And then he looks at you guys and he goes, do you hear it? Do I hear it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't Uh, know. You don't. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. (laughs) Um, Pulex kind of looks at Oswald strangely and he goes, what's wrong with him, mate? I don't know. He's, He's strange. I don't get it. He's cursed. Oh, cursed. That's right. That's right. We were looking for curses. Yes. Uh, Curses. Let's see. I don't know. Well, if he says there's something at work, I don't... Hmm. How do we check it? I'm afraid to go in right now. What do you think, uh, Brule? I don't know. Maybe we should check and see if uh, there's booby traps. I don't know. If he says there's something else to play, then I don't hear anything. I think he's crazy, but uh, I don't know. Um, I don't really know much about booby traps. Well, I don't either. Oh. Does anybody here know anything about booby traps? Do you, old man? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's it. That's not the word. Hmm. I think it has something to do with my curse. Can you still check for booby traps, just in case? <laughs> uh, so then he kind of shakes his head. Yes. Um, and he rolls. He doesn't roll, I roll for him. Alright, so I'm going to have... Ooh. 
So if you check for traps, what would that be? Uh, detect trap, I guess it'd be... Wisdom, I guess, because that's a perception type thing, yeah. right? Yeah, I would think so. All right, we'll go with wisdom. Um, all right, so he checks for traps. He shakes his head. I can't seem to find anything here, but I think there still is something grave I fear. And then uh, uh, Pulex goes, Bollocks, I believe this is all. I think he's lying. I'm going to try it. <laughs> he just starts walking, okay? Okay. Um, all of a sudden, he gets he. It's like he runs into an invisible wall that seems almost like it's like rubber. Is he runs into it, but also it throws him about throws him back about fifteen feet. He rolls on the ground and he just kind of sits on a. The way he falls is he falls kind of um, on his uh, knees and his head in the ground and his butts in the air facing you guys and all you see is his body just. <laughs> like shake a little bit like he's been shocked or something. And then all of a sudden the the cave door the big huge cave door disappears. Okay? Oh, there's a door on the cave. And now it's an it's an actual door that looks about the size of a normal human. And it has a it has a face that has a knocker in its mouth. Who's gonna knock? I vote the other little guy. What's that? I said I vote the other little yeah. guy. <laughs> okay, so you you do that? Do you say that and look at right Brule? Uh-huh. Brule just kind of looks at you and shakes his head. And, I guess this is what I get for trying to do an adventure. I guess. I guess I will. Uh, I will try to knock on the door without uh, being uh, thrown to the side like my <laughs> poor brother Brulex. Uh Wish me luck, lads. I'll do it. Um, anyone else? Uh, no. Does oh, looks like it's me. Okay. Uh, uh, Oswald. No. Anybody? No. Okay. All right. Uh, I will do it then. I will go to the door. He's saying this is walking there. I will go to the door and I will knock three times. Why three times? I don't know, but I'm gonna knock three times because that seems like what everyone likes to do. I could do it once maybe, but three times sounds good. And then I will hopefully not die or. Come cursed like this poor fellow over here. Uh, what is your name, Oswald? Yes, okay. Um, I will do it. Uh, okay, here we go. Knock, knock, knock. And he backs away like he like runs away from it. And he and he just kind of shivers like, Ooh, okay, nothing happened. Good. Okay, good. Thanks, guys. Um, I did it. I knocked, and uh, I don't see anything happening. It's really weird. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, something's happening now. The knocker's eyes open, and the um. The handle falls out and falls down. I am the magic door of the keep. I have three riddles for you. Oh, good. Answer these riddles three and the door will be yours to open. First. First riddle. I have rivers without water. Forests without trees. Mountains without rocks. Towns without houses. What is your answer? A map. Ooh, correct, sir. Your your first answer is quite true. You are a smart fellow. I know. Only (laughs) only one other person has gotten that first riddle without dying. Congratulations. Without dying? Correct. Ah. 
Hopefully you can get these next two without dying. Mm -hmm. uh, next answer? Uh, oh, 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 I shouldn't give you the answer, should I? Yes. Maybe I should give you the Loretto first, huh? What runs around a city but never moves? Runs around a city but never moves? A road. Roll an intelligence check. <laughs> well, that's true. 14. 14. Something... Something... As soon as you're about to say a road, all of a sudden something catches you in the back of your head and you just, you you think, well, there's not a lot of roads around here, so you probably think a wall is probably a better answer. Oh, that's a good answer, too. <laughs> you say a wall. There's not a lot of walls around here, so I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of walls around Pangria, though. I suppose so. <laughs> so you say a wall? Sure. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> Only one other person has made it. This far, you are a worthy adversary, my friend. You're lucky. You are. You're not lucky. You're very smart, and um, it's a good thing because your all of your lives are forfeit if you don't get this next answer. Here's your third and final riddle. I cover cities and destroy mountains. I make men blind, yet help them see. Sunshine. Roll an intelligence check. Daylight. The sun. <laughs> a 20. I rolled a 20. Nice. You don't even think that. You think sand. Sand? Yep. Why does sand help me see? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm sure there's, some, there's something in there that... I'm sure there's something that will tell us. Sands of the hourglass, they help us see. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the riddle maker. I'm I just, smarter than your riddles. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just pulled them off the internet. Thank you very much. Well, the internet sucks. Yeah, they do. Okay. So then he, uh, you hear a loud chuckle that makes the cave shake. Ho, ho, ho. By golly, you've made it. Congratulations. You may enter, but be wary. You may never make it out. The door opens. Oh, the door opens? <laughs> yep, door's open. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that something was doing something. Nope, door's open. Okay. Um, <laughs> little guys, go on, go in first. <laughs> Pulex finally start, uh, stops uh, shaking about a million times, wakes up and starts walking around. Come on, mate. Why don't you go in for once? I mean, you're the big burly man. We're just, uh, goofy little half-elves that don't really know any better. Because you guys want adventure. If you want adventure and excitement, you can walk in first. I tell you, he's a, he's a bully. I tell you, Pulix, he's a bully. Don't even get it. <laughs> but I suppose we don't have much of a choice, uh, so I guess we'll go. You get into the cave. It's dark. Very dark. Foggy. Also. Very foggy. Very foggy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually really hard to see. As you can tell by the fog and the darkness, okay? Well, then I'm going to light a torch. How about that? You're going to light a torch. I have torches in my right. engineer's pack. Light a torch. As you well know with fog, when light hits fog... It's very blinding. So 
that's actually not going to help you very much. But if I wave the torch around through the fog, the fog should dissipate. All right, you got me there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'll say you can see about, I don't know, four feet in front of you. You're not going to be able to see very far, but you'll be able to see a little bit in front of you, okay? But it's still very dark, so it's going to be kind of hard. Pull up my stuff. Okay, so you get into the first, you get right in, right through the door, okay? From what you can tell, you're in a pretty big room, okay? Again, it's low light, dense fog, so it's kind of hard to see with your, por- with your porch. With your torch, it's pretty, you know, it's good to see a little bit in front of you. From around you, you can hear a little, like, skittering, like, and then you'll hear it stop. And you and it stops. Roll a perception check. Fifteen. Okay. You kind of are waving your, waving your, uh, your torch around, and uh, in the left corner, you can see that there is a um, a cobalt in the corner. With um, it looks like he's got a almost like a leash, um, and attached to that leash is a giant weasel. Okay, kind of gives you a snare. And then disappears into the dark and runs as fast as it can. Okay. You smell something faint. It smells like some kind of oil or some kind of... Some kind of faint smell of something that's a little... Something that could catch on fire. Cool. Okay. So you might want to be careful with your torch. Okay. Are we still, like, at the door? You're you're just inside the door, yes. And you're in a... You're, and from what you can see when you've... When you've kind of, you know, tried to look about, is that you're in a you're kind of in a bigger room from what you can tell, and from one swipe you could tell there's only one way to get out of that room, and that's straight ahead. Okay. But you don't. You can kind of see like the faintness of maybe a hallway, but you can't tell exactly what what's there. Okay. I want to tell the people in my group. Yes. Let's go outside the door. Okay. And then, so. They're going out the door, I assume, if I'm telling them, let's go back out okay. for a second. As you start to head out, the door disappears. Well, that's lame. <laughs> Can I knock on the wall? Sure. Can I knock on the wall? Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Well, I guess we're just in here now. <laughs> you are attacked. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Before you even get a chance. All right. So, I want you to... Actually, I'm going to attack you right now. What is your... Well, actually, I'll just roll first, and then I'll see what you're you're preparing, so you're going to be kind of caught off guard. So. Don't want to roll on the table so people can hear it really loud. So I'll do it close. What is your AC? Uh, 16. So all of a sudden you hear a... You see a hand with claws coming at your face, and for some reason you must have been kind of looking to your left just to kind of see what was going on. And it just misses you. Okay. And then it's kind of, looks like it's going to kind of started to disappear in your right, to your right in a few moments. Can I react to that or am I still Yes. That's why I'm saying that. So you can react to it. Okay. Well, I've got this torch right now, I guess. So. Okay. I'm actually just going to swing the torch to my right, like kind of where I would figure the body of this would be. Okay. Sure. Why don't you go ahead and, uh... Strength, huh? Yep. Sweet. 
Uh, 17. Nice. Okay. So all of a sudden, you, <laughs> all of a sudden this cold, cold blast starts screaming. <laughs> it catches his back on fire. Okay. And uh, luckily for you, it kind of helps you out. Because <laughs> yeah. he starts on fire and it lights up the room pretty good. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yep. You realize that there's three other cobalts in the room with three other um, huge rats that they're that they have with them. The one huge rat that he had just kind of doesn't know what to do because so it's kind of reacting and just kind of screaming. It's all not <laughs> and just kind of running around the room <laughs> while this cobalt goes right through right through the exit where you got where you guys should be going out or whatever and disappears. Okay. So you you realize that here. Well, I'll write it down for you here, so then you know. So we'll say that this is the starting entrance here. A nice big room. You guys are here. Let's uh, let's put your guys where you think you would be. Well, I was pounding on the wall, so I got to be right by the door. Okay, area. I'll put Oswald there, and then I will put. Should be a couple little goblins in there. Put the bone grinder there. This one. Even though that's not what exactly what I want. It's okay. There we go. Brule and Pulex. Okay. Alright, and then we're gonna say that three of these ugly things here. And then we'll say that they have their they have their giant we'll say they have their giant weasels with them. Alright, so and just before he, just before the other cobalt makes it through, there's actually a light amount of some kind of oil or some kind of, some kind of thing on, on the floor of this, okay? So it's a little slippery, but it's also now catching on fire. That's what I wanted to do in the first place. Okay. <laughs> That's the whole floor. Yeah, I know. Okay. That's what I was going to do by All going right. out the door. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So you're gonna have to be careful of fire damage now. Um, I will have everybody roll for initiative now. I don't. What do you roll? Just you roll a twenty and you use roll a number? twenty, and then you should have you should have a bonus for your. I didn't see anything about initiative when I was creating characters. Okay, so. uh, my mine had a plus one, and I had a human, so I I think it, it has to do with your uh, with your your character as a warrior. So it should say. But I think it's under initiative. I don't think it's under human traits, if I'm not mistaken. There's more bajillion pages of this book, so. <laughs> All right, so let's actually roll up our uh, niche. All right, I'm ready with mine. Okay, so we got. Oops. Pulex. The hell is your name again? I can never remember. Snodgrass. Snodgrass. Snod grass. And then we've got cobalt one, cobalt two, cobalt three. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make their initiative. I'm gonna the uh, initiative of the weasel is gonna be the same of whatever guy they're yeah, they're holding. Sense. So so what did you roll, sir? Uh nine. Snod grass gets a nine. Brule gets a seventeen. Pulex gets a 5. Yuck. Oswald gets a 13. Cobalt 1 gets a 7. Co- 
two gets a 12. Cobalt three gets a two. All right, Mr. Brule is first. All right, which one is he? <laughs> we'll make uh, Brule the smaller one. Okay. Brulex the bigger one, because he takes a lot of punishment. All right, so Brule actually has a bow and arrow, so he's going to attack. Can we see in this room now? You can, because it's on fire Oh, yeah, it's on fire now. Yep. Okay. So we're going to have to, every round we're going to have to, uh, I actually, before we attack, we're going to uh, roll for fire damage, okay? So would that be a constitution check? Yes. Okay. Yep. So, and I'll just make it an easy check. I'll make it a 10 or below. You take one fire damage. A 10 and above, you don't. You make it. You save. So a 10, you said a 10 or below. Or, or, ele- or 11 above. Or eleven and above. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, 11. if you get a 10. <laughs> Either way, if you get a 10, it, it's 50-50. No. Um, yeah, so 11 and above, you make it. 10 and below, you take one fire damage each round. Okay, okay so first I'll have Brule roll for fire damage. Yeah, he throws a one. <laughs> Good job. Yep, so he's actually going to take two damage right away because of a crit. So, to figure out what I had these guys for. Huh, hit points. Hopefully it's only two. Yeah, no kidding. All right, they're at 15 apiece. So, okay, now he's going to attack Cobalt number one. That's a few spaces away from him. He's got... Ranged, so he's just gonna a regular attack. Bow and arrow, a seven that will not hit. All right, and now uh, Oswald is next. All of a sudden, you see Oswald's hands light up, and he is going to. Okay, he. Uh, you see it. It looks like little icicles forming on the tips of his fingers, and they slowly go down into the meat of his hands. Okay. And then he leashes out. Let's see what happens. Eighteen. Oh. Okay. Okay. And all of a sudden, out of the out of the ceiling, a hail of rock hard ice pounds to the ground. And a twenty foot by forty foot cylinder. So basically everybody's kind of involved in this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh unfortunately. Alright, so now right now, I'm gonna have everybody uh make a Dexterity saving throw. So I'll have you do it first, and then I'll do everybody else. 18. Okay, perfect. Let's roll it for Rule. Pulex. Oh, he does not quite make it. And then, actually, it's going to affect Oswald, too. No, it won't. Okay. (laughs) And then I'm going to roll for the other Cobalt. Okay. Every, every, uh, these two cobalts are completely fo- frozen solid from the waist down. So is Pulex. Okay. And, um, um, hailstones are actually still falling down from the sky. Okay. It's called Ice Storm. Okay. And now all the floor, all the floor is completely. It's not completely covered with ice, but a nice sheet of a nice sheet of ice where it's going to be a little hard to move, but the fire is out, so you don't have to worry about that. So now it's dark again. Yes. <laughs> now it's completely dark, except for screams. <laughs> you see everyone, you know, Pulex all of a sudden is like, "Oh, it's so cold! It's so cold! Help me! Help me! Brood! Brood! Somebody! Somebody! Please help! It's it's very quite cold. I 
I think my legs are going to fall right off. Um, I don't know why you decided to do that, Oswald. That was kind of a, not a very smart move, but I suppose it's... We're all, we all could have caught on fire, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, you wanted to uh, not catch me on fire, but that I don't quite like that. So, uh, please help before I, I die. And so you see, you know, just instinctively you see Brule take his bow and just start trying to chop down about as fast as he can. Oh, and it's taken him quite a while to do it. Um, he's kind of slipping too, so he's just, you know, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know. Um, so those two are actually distracted right now. Mm-hmm. So, and I tell what's his face a little warning next time would be nice. <laughs> <clears throat> also, the music starts up. <laughs> I'm sorry for all, or I'm sorry for the. Oh God, I can't even rhyme right now. <laughs> My brain is gone. I'm sorry for the rash decision. I only saw the fire, and I didn't want to make it our prison. So now we're still. The one guy is still not frozen, and we'll say that the weasels are frozen too on the other two guys. Um, so now, you're up. Snodgrass. Okay. Snodgrass is up. Um, <coughs> let's see. Uh, what, what are those guys armed with, the bad guys? The kobolds? Yeah. Let me tell you. And are they... Like, they need to be close, or are they ranged? They have javelins. So they can throw <laughs> a javelin? Yes. And then they're just done? Or do they have, well, like, they have, they have the They have their, uh, their, uh, their claws, too. Oh. That's what the one guy tried to claw so your face. So they have to be close, otherwise. Yep. Are they within distance of me being able to actually get to them with an icy floor right now? Uh... Why don't you roll a dexterity check? Let's find out. Well, I'm not saying I'm actually going to do it. I'm saying, like, I should know if I'd be able to make I, that I distance. think because, you, because you're because you a skilled warrior, I think you think you could probably make it. Yeah, I'm just... Barring, barring slipping and falling, of course. Right, because I'm just <laughs> thinking, I've got a bow, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to go over there. No. So I think I won't go over there. I think I will just use my bow. Okay. And shoot at the one that's not in ice. Go for it. Get a plus two because it's dexterity. Uh, 18. Got him. All right. Roll your damage. 1d8 piercing. Five. No plus stat, just five? Yep, it's just 1d8 piercing. All right. Sounds good. He's now pierced. Nice. All right, so I'm going to slow him down because of it. He got a good shot in his left shoulder. Cool. Um... Okay. Who's next? Um, I don't think your dexterity modifier doesn't add to the damage. No, I just want... I was If you were going to start running at him, I wanted to make sure you went right. slip and fall. Uh, since it's not very awesome around there. Um, let's see who's next. Ooh, looks like Mr. Cobalt is next. Alright, he's going to try to throw a javelin at you. Since you shot at him. Since you shot firsthand. Twelve. To my sixteen. Okay, you missed. So he's trying to throw a javelin at you. It bounces off the wall and uh, skips harmlessly. Uh, it's not at you, but it kind of skips a little bit towards Oswald. Poolex would be next, but he's too busy getting chopped out of ice. Um, and I am actually going to roll because he's caught in that. He's actually going to take some damage. Oh, you know what though? 
Cobalt's going to take damage right now before he attacks too. Which I don't think would kill him, but we're going to see what's going on with that. That one wasn't a nice, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. The that's other two were nice. Yep, that's right. 4d6. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Good job. Yep. Use my farkle dice. Oh boy. Seven, ten. So, um, to about right at chest level, Pulex is like, is like blue. He's like, Bru, Bru, you met, you better help, help me out, mate. I, I don't think I'm going to make it. (laughs) Bru, anyone? Big man? Uh, He's, he, can, he can't even he can't even make eye contact because he's just so cold. Uh, Oswald, the man who put me in this ice, ice casing of death, uh, maybe one of you would like to help me before something bad would happen. Okay. So now, oh, I forgot to let the other cobalt have his turn, but I think I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll his damage first. 46. That's 10. 13. Alright. Cobalt number two in the middle here. He is is almost the same way as Pulax. He's shivering profusely. He's you know cold and about to chest level. And he's he can't even concentrate and his weasel is dead already. His nice. frozen solid. And he's just barely shaking like it's going to be gone very soon. Um, so he's not going to make an attack. And then that is would be Cobalt 3's turn. He's going to take some damage first. And he's dead. <laughs> nice. He froze completely. Awesome. Yep. Alright, so he is gone. Alright, so now it's top of the round, and it's Brule's turn. Oh, thank God. Okay, so now Brule's just, just hacking away. Finally gets him out of the case cold, but he's, um, now Pulex is about neck level, complete, looks like he's completely frozen. Okay? And, uh, Brule lays on top of him, and just encases him, and and just grabs onto him about as hard as he can. He says, Brule, mate, I will not let you go. We'll make it together, me and you. Don't worry about Brulex, we'll make it. Uh, you'll be okay. Just relax, mate. Relax, relax, relax. Just let the warmth of my body heal you. And he doesn't make an attack. He just grabs on for dear life to help Pulex. Okay. Oswald's turn. Alright, so now Oswald opens up his hands again. And then he gets little uh little uh sparks of lightning from each one of his fingers. Spreads down to his palms. And he goes to put his hands in the direction of uh cobalt number one. And all oh. <laughs> and all you see is little 
it goes completely out. Nothing happens. Nice. And then all of a sudden you see him turn about about 90 degrees and just smacks his hand on the wall. Bam! Like he's just pissed that's, that all this is going wrong for him. Um, so now it is your turn, Snodgrass. Okay. Well, I'm going to reach into my pack and grab a blanket out and throw it to the guys that are okay. warm. Sounds good. All right, so then uh, Brule wraps himself, or wraps Pulex in a in there, and he, he <coughs> hugs him as tight as he can, and he says, "Ah, oh, mate, this might be our last chance. I think I'm gonna try to. F- I'm think. I remember. I remember our dad. He he knew how to heal, how to heal, how to use healing hands and." I think I remember it, but I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. But you know what might work? You should pee on him. <laughs> that is just wrong. Just wrong. You are a mean son of a bitch for being a good guy. But it's true. It warm him up. I bet. That's what they do. That's what divers do in the deep sea in their their wetsuits as they pee in them. Nice. Warm up. Nice. He looks at he looks at you with like this weird look, and he's like, "Maybe I'll try healing hands first, mate." So he he begins to chant, "Um, da 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 da." He begins to chant. Oh, he gets it, you fucking son of a bitch! I gave him like a really high, a really hard level for it to hit. Oh, they don't have heal hands. It's just heal, whatever. Okay, so 1d4. We'll use healing word actually because healing or heal is really high. I'm not going to do that. So, I'm going to use this healing word. Against four points. Alright. Alright, so now Pulex starts to. It starts to go back down now. So now he's back down to about. Halfway between the chest and the belly, kind of in the sternum. Um, I'm getting better. Um, okay. Uh, so you gave him the blanket. That's gonna be your minor action. So what do you want to do as a well, I standard action? I would just uh, shoot at that one that's not ice covered. Yep. Sounds good. Go for it. All right. Eight. Surprisingly, you got him. Wow. <laughs> so I roll for damage. Surprised. Another five. Nice. Uh, Cobalt number two is going to take some damage. See if he makes it. Yep, he's dead. <laughs> Just frozen, frozen completely. Right, so, Cobalt number two is done. Now it is Cobalt number one's action. All right, he doesn't have uh, anything to throw, so he's just gonna try to charge. So first, cross ice. Yep. So first, <laughs> we're gonna roll a dexterity. Ah, come on. Makes it son of a bitch. Wow. Okay. You rolled it twice. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, guess what? The other one was just, it was bigger than that. Oh. So, all right. So he comes 
flying at you with his claws. And goes a smack at you. This one is going to be the roll to hit. 17. He got me because gotcha. I got 16. All right. So his claws, I don't think hurt you as much. Yeah, it's only a d4. So you take one point of damage. <laughs> it's nothing too big. All right. Now it's top of the round. Brule is going to continue to just kind of keep him warm. Yep. Okay. All of a sudden it smells kind of weird. It smells kind of rank. Like pee. <laughs> nice. He follows your advice. <laughs> and slowly, Poolex gets a pool of pee on him. <laughs> and he actually starts getting a lot better now. So now, waist, waist down, he's still a little cold, but he's getting better. I'm getting better. Oswald is next. He's going to keep that magic away from me, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he's going to shoot it right at your face. Alright. He... All of a sudden, gets a little bit of, uh, looks like warm light out of his fingers. goes into the meat of his hands. And all of a sudden, you see a little bit of swirling uh, mist go around cobalt, the cobalt's head. And then dissipates. Nothing happens. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Top of the round. It's not top of the round. That was like middle of the round. Yeah, it's middle of the round. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, uh, Snodgrass, you're up. Can I see the book? All right, Snod. All right, so, well, he's close to me now, so I'm just going to attack him with my sword. Okay, so you just have a long sword, right? I have a long sword that I wield with one hand, because my fighting style is dueling. Nice. Um, which actually gives me a bonus to damage when I wield a sword with one hand. Very cool. All right, roll it up, Holmes. All right. Uh, that's strength on this to hit, correct? Yep. So 16. Got it. All right, so... No damage, my friend. I have a 1d8 for damage, okay. plus 2 damage because of the dueling bonus. Nice. And then plus 5 for my strength. So I've already got a plus 7 to wow. whatever I roll here. So a 9 total. Nice. All right, he's dead. Woohoo! He wasn't completely dead, but because he's frozen, he just f- kind of f- freezes kind of a little bit and kind of gurgles a little bit and falls to the ground. And because he should have taken four additional damage before, because I didn't realize that's that true. That's true. Modifiers. Yeah, that's what sucks about learning new things. Yep. You don't quite remember, get it all right away, but that's okay. So those guys are gone. Woohoo! All right. Now Pulex is finally. It seems like he's. He's he's not completely healed, but he's not frozen anymore. He smells like shit. <laughs> smells well, like piss, actually. Guess what? In my pack, I happen to bring along some soap. Nice. And I have a water, some water flasks, nice. things. So here you go. Here's some soap and water. Nice. Clean yourself up a bit. All right. So you you give that to Poolex or to Brule? I guess. I don't know, does his brother want to bathe him, or can he do it himself? Okay, so both, as you get as you get them out, uh, Brule goes, uh, Brule walks over to you and says, oh, Mate, you're the best. I appreciate it. The, the peeing was weird, I have to admit, <laughs> but I'm glad that we were able to get Pulex back, almost back to normal. He's, he's not quite, he's not in good shape, but at least he's not frozen <laughs> he t- takes the soap and the water, goes right up to 
Oswald and just slams it right against his chest. You clean him up. It's your fault. My brother almost died. And Oswald kind of looks with a with a worried face, like you know, like well, just like a I didn't mean to do it kind of thing, you know. And he start the music kind of starts up, and he's like, and he doesn't say anything. Nice. Music cuts off. Good. And he starts to wash <laughs> wash up Pulex. Alright, so now he's clean. Just because I don't feel like doing another rhyme right now, Oswald like thoroughly apologizes to Bruin Pulex. He's like you know, he's I, you know, I've been learning to how learning to how learning how to be a, a good wizard because with this curse, he's basically says that he's magic affects magic affects him very negatively but he can for some reason he was able to learn to use magic so he that's why he didn't go for the door because he figured if the door is magic it would it would really affect him because he has a negative because of the curse he has a negative against other magic besides what he's learned so that's why he doesn't uh, go for anything like that so okay all right so what do you guys decide to do well, I guess we go up to the tunnel that we could see. Okay. That's the only place we can go. All right. 